What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff, and we are here ready for round four of the NFL draft. We woke up this morning to the great and wonderful news, I guess. Is it great and wonderful? <laughs> for us that we get to celebrate another pick as early as possible, I guess. that uh, The Saints have traded with Chicago for the first pick in the fourth round. We got Wesley and James joining us first while we wait for the pick, because this is a live reaction. What do you think about the fact that we traded? Yeah, I mean, I like it. Me and me and James talked about in our what it, in the uh, recap of uh, how we felt about round two and three that we thought that if Jeff Ireland has two players in his top 100 that are still available, I'd like to get two of them. So this is clearly somebody that is in our top 100 that has fell to this point. Um, that that we see value in going up and getting, and th- there's there's quite a few positions that would kind of make sense. Let's let's be real, fourth and fifth and sixth round picks don't don't usually end up start being starters in the NFL. So if there's somebody we've identified that's special here that we see something in, let's go get them. Okay, James, agree? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, I think I, I read a stat that it's the tenth consecutive draft where the Saints have traded up. Um, As is, of course, the tradition. 2012 was the last draft where we didn't move up, apparently. So uh, that was 2015. Did I remember yeah. that one? So it was 2015, but meh, either way. Yeah. I mean, but we traded, clearly we got traded, their eye on somebody. We, it's the 103rd pick. We traded 115 and 165. 165 was the, the throw-in pick because we were going to cut CJGJ that we traded him to the Eagles for 165. So a pick that we, we didn't actually have. So perfectly good with using those two picks to go up and identify somebody a lot of things could make sense we still need a pass catcher we listen i think that uh it's we need a backup linebacker for the next couple of years somebody that can develop for demario and if werner gets hurt again and then we need it listen we've got one we have no offensive guards under contract for 2024 Um, well ruiz i mean we're not going to pick up his fifth year option we can't pay him 14 million a year we assume he's going to get an extension but we also assume that this is pete's last year we've renegotiated a contract with him that lets him to be gone without any hurt to the cap so mm-hmm. and i don't see i don't see somebody on our roster right now that that's we say one, my developing to be an offensive guard or tackle behind you know james hurst is a great sixth man but there's a lot of injuries you're okay with those three positions then wide receiver offensive guard, at this point four, fourth, fourth round i'm okay with anything um <laughs> if we're talking about a safety or cornerback let's get them to come in and uh, learn to be a nickel Come and play when Marcus May is hurt or, or suspended. I mean, play special teams. You know, so if it's, it's a best available, because yeah, special teams counts too, right? So if it's a best available, or if they don't get an offensive lineman through this draft, I mean, or maybe they'll get one in a, in a very late selection. I mean, do you think they have a plan? And there's some maybe offensive play linemen and in, in free agency that they're planning to go get. No. I think they are planning. They are planning for twenty twenty three XFL or the USFL. Like I think think for twenty twenty three, they feel good. For twenty three, we have we have our five starters. We have James Hurst's the swing that can play inside or outside. And what happens Um, for the inevitability that two or three of them are hurt at the same time? Well, that's never really been something we game plan for. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hurst, right? That's what I I said. Hurst. 
the universality of him. All right. So that like, that's why I think to me, like you almost have to go for an offensive lineman just for the depth. There's a, there's also a lot of good tight ends here that have some big size and a little bit of speed and kind of some hands. So there's some tight ends here that make sense as those big bodied pass catchers that maybe we don't need them to be a huge contributor this year, but they get used to being in the NFL. They get used to what's going on. And then in the next couple of years, they're good players. Other other players have been talked about Chandler, Chandler Zavala, the guard out of NC State. Um, so, so, so the Saints are selecting uh, offensive lineman Nick Saldiveri from right. Old Dominion. I got ODU. Yeah. All right. What do you know about him? I mean, first of all, we're happy that it's an O lineman. That's what we all said going into this draft that we wanted an O lineman in the first three picks. Didn't happen. So we got him moved up to get him. So obviously the Saints must have thought somebody else was going to grab him before they got there, right? Yeah, and he he is a is he's a tackle, but um, a little bit shorter arm. So I think probably in the the NFL, he might end up being a guard. But six six three eighteen of Old Dominion. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's I mean, not a how, name. That how I've... tall is Derek Carr? He's he's known for having really good foot speed and being able to mirror real smooth. Got a good powerful punch, but again, a little bit shorter arm, so probably projects to be a guard in the in the NFL. And it looks again, like there he's more is more of a pass protector or at least better at that than run blocking. Yeah, I mean, the the way he can, his foot movement's going to definitely be that. Also, um, you know, young guy, still 22, so not one of the older older guys in the draft. (laughs) Give you three guesses what number his RAS was over. (laughs) Over nine. It was (laughs) 9.48. Ooh, that's... That's good. I haven't seen a single player with a, with a something under a nine. Maybe RAS starts at nine. Is, is that the lowest? <laughs> I mean, if you're in the NFL, you better have a good RAS, I guess. But the uh, what's what's great is, I mean, one of his weaknesses is that uh, he kind of fails to play through the whistle. Um, I think we have somebody that can help him with that. Yes. Um, if we have so the greatest, likely to be on we have the greatest side. example of playing until the whistle is done echoing in your ears in right. Trevor Pinning. The final whistle of the game. <laughs> um, also, super athletic guy that can run. Um, and uh, I mean, we like to have our guards pull and um, and on the in the screen game. When that's it, yeah. I mean, back you know back when the Saints used to actually run the screen game, um, that was important to us. Well, now we have both Kamara and Jamal Williams that can run the screen game. And, and Kendra Miller. Kendra oh, Miller, who said he has said that that he he wants to be a receiver. He wants to be known as a receiving back in the league. Ooh, all right. So the other thing is this Nick Saldiveri, right? He's not expected to come in here and start, which means he's going to have a good year to learn under Doug Marone too. Like good, that's good coaching. So if he does have any. You know, like he again, there's a reason he's being picked in the fourth round, not in the first round, right? So he needs some coaching. And I think we got one of the best coaches to help him. I'd see yeah, this no, as a 2024, 2024 season impact, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's gonna be your backup to Hurst, isn't he? So Hurst is gonna be your sixth. And then 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 Nick Sardavari is gonna come in and be your backup behind James Hurst. Look, we, we have horrible injury luck across our, our offensive line the kid's probably going to take snaps this year at some point, but you're right. You know, I mean, yeah. Marone is a good coach. Uh, I mean, look what he did to Cesar Ruiz last year. Right. Yeah. I mean, also Carl, Carl Nix was a offensive tackle that got moved to guard in the NFL. He did. Okay. All right. So then that's. Uh, yeah. What I was going to say is I, I don't want to act like I know a whole lot about an old dominion 
offensive tackle. But I mean, just looking at it, it's it's what we need. It's I mean, it's the fourth round. Again, let's be realistic. Right. We don't need to be pounding the pavement going, where's this guy going to start? Mm-hmm. Um, this is he, good. We, we need somebody won't. that can develop for, right. for a year and figure out how to play this game. Right. So, I mean, the thing is, is the Saints clearly pegged this guy as somebody they wanted and, and wanted to get it done. So, you know, I think, I think, again, it's a very, very sensible, we have traded up to get him, but it's, it's a, it's a need, it was a needed position and it's a sensible pick. This draft is turning out quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Well, and and Duke Miniweather, who is an offensive line scouting and development you know mastermind, um, just tweeted out that uh, Saldaveri is going to play in the NFL for a long time. The Saints y'all will love him. He, he's not just somebody that's just everybody he's worked with saying that he's uh, that he's going to be great. Can he be worse than Pete I'll after say- a year of development? <laughs> On this uh, board that I'm looking at, and I just filtered by you know ranked offensive guards specifically. He is the third ranked offensive guard in the draft on per this measurement that I'm looking at. And the first two obviously were already taken. So best available guard is the measurement height. Well, you know, I can look at the height (laughs) of the other two guys, but he might actually be, uh, (laughs) let me, let me feel sort by, (laughs) but I mean, and then also like this one is suggesting that he would be like the 83rd overall best player. So if we got him at one Oh four, that's Great. kind of a good value. I think we can all admit that, like that offensive line and defensive line, the Saints kind of gotten away a little bit necessarily of that uh, focus in the trenches of of big athletic guys that can they can play. We've certainly gone back to that so far in this draft because three out of four guys are going to be affecting people at the off at the line, offensive good. and defensive line. So I like it. That's, I mean, that is where games are won and lost. I'm glad that they're investing in it. I know sometimes fans get a little antsy whenever you get a bunch of linemen because they're not as sexy as your featured star premium type players like running backs and quarterbacks and receivers. So, but those running backs, quarterbacks and receivers can't do shit without a good line. And this is a, this is a good investment. I like it. And like you said, James, I like the sensibility that's going into this year's draft so far. And I really do believe this is a more evidence of something we said on the draft night that without Sean Payton in the room, this is now both years that we are post Sean Payton, that the draft seems like cooler heads, level headed, logical, rational, smart selections are being made. There's kind of a cool um, tweet from Jim Nagy that he made on April 2nd. Um, and he said, Nick Saldaveri isn't a true sleeper because he did get both senior bowl and combine invites. Most teams had a fourth or a fifth round grade on him back in November. And now it looks like he will go in the third round. Mm. So here we are. And they said, if he lasts till, until day three, that is stealing a four position player and a starter. Ooh. So, I mean, again, the top of day three in the fourth round, we're getting That's unbiased. Who, who's agreed upon as being a, uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, he can play anywhere but anywhere but center. That's where the 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 four That's position funny. four position Jeff is anywhere on the offensive line except center. And that is funny. So wait, <laughs> who said that? Because Jim I Jim, Jim Nagy. Okay, wait. Listen to this one. When this is a quote from my source. When speaking with Jim Nagy on the Steelers Fix podcast before the Senior Bowl, 
he said he sees Sal Devere as a center in the NFL. That's so funny. So you, I, my, so we got our source off here. We got, <laughs> wait, 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 are you sure yours wasn't Jim Nagy Jr.? <laughs> I mean, it wait, does say, I'm sorry, does... Jim Nagy. It's Jim Nagy. <laughs> Swanson. Wool. Host. Annual. Host. Host. Annual. An annual. 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 Needing of. I mean, four four time Super Bowl champ, played in six Super Bowls, executive I mean, director that, of the Reese's Senior Bowl. Is he on the Steelers Fix podcast? That's, that's funny. <laughs> Maybe they misquoted him. Maybe this, this is directly says, this is directly from his Twitter saying right. the like, quote should say that he sees him as anything but center. <laughs> they forgot that part. or 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 maybe it's you know what it's stealing a four position player and starter. Maybe he can do everything except for left tackle. We don't need it with that anyway. No, but I mean, uh, so uh, there you but, go. But right? I mean, so again, I, I like we don't know that. this guy. We don't know. Again, this isn't a small school guy that it's like, oh, well, we saw some good stuff on tape, but who knows? He was at the senior bowl. He was invited to the combine. He's not he's not a nobody. Somebody that did climb since November, going from the fourth or fifth round to being expected to be a third round pick by multiple people. Yeah. Um, you know, him him so, falling to us. And again, now, why him and not Andrew Voorhees? I'm sure there's a lot of I, I, I don't know. OK, you know what I mean? Like, because Andrew Voorhees, you got the bigger school, you got. A little more name recognition but i guess you know kind of goes back look at Tyrone armstead example yeah I mean, gary evans come from a small, small school yeah as well. small school a lot of a lot of linemen good linemen come from small schools if in week one he is part of the 53-man roster this is a, this is a win he's a fourth yes. round pick so we'll be back with a live reaction to the Saints' next pick. But for now, that's all the show we have for you. And we're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week, telling all your friends about the Don't Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Don't Patrol Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Don't Patrol PCast and at Don't Patrol UK. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app and set up auto downloads so you can listen to every episode anytime. So for now, say bye-bye, donkeys. Oh, Jason's not here, so we don't do that. I've been hanging around this town corner I've been bumming around this old town so long